0: Another Way to Play, episode 119.
1: Whenever you do go through obstacles or difficulties, you have to realize that those are mandatory on the way to success. Like no great successful person had an obstacle-free path. So when you have these obstacles or haters or things that come against you, you have to realize that that's part of the process. One of my hashtags that I've used over the years is love the process. And that's something that, I had to teach myself in order to do because like those years of not having any growth, that was the process, the years of writing the book, but not being able to, you know, release it as quickly as I would have liked to. That was the process, not having revenue. That was a process. I had to trust it. I had to love it and realize that in the end, you're going to win if you don't give up in the middle. This is Wendell Miracle, happiness coach and CEO of Hope Nuggets. And if you want to learn to make the next chapter of your life better than the last, then you should be listening to Another Way to Play
0: with my good friend, Hans Strezina. Welcome to Another Way to Play. I'm your host, Hans Strezina, Olympic athlete turned top producing Bay Area realtor. I believe that your success or failure is determined by your ability to compete and win when it comes to your mindset. Twice a week, I talk with other high performers to share the lessons and inspiration that allowed them to blow the roof off their success. So get ready to have some fun, be inspired, and most importantly, learn the skills you need to win in your own life. Welcome back to Another Way to Play. I'm your host, Hans Struzina, and today we're talking about Hope Nuggets. If you don't know what that is, you're about to. Today's guest is none other than Wendell Miracle. Uh, He is the founder and CEO at Hope Nuggets, which is a really cool company that puts out a ton of very, very positive content on Instagram as well as on their website. He's also an author, speaker, and private coach for a lot of individuals who are looking to basically improve their lives, get through depression, get through anxiety, get through some issues that they have going on, and Make whatever the next chapter is better than the last, as you know. That is our tagline here, and I'm really excited because this aligns perfectly with some of the stuff we're talking about. In this episode, guys, Wendell goes over basically how he started Hope Nuggets, which started out of tragedy with his mother passing away from breast cancer. He decided he had a decision to make. Uh, He could either go in a direction of mourning that could define his life, or he could go in a positive direction of gratitude, which will obviously has taken him over the last seven years in a very, very different direction. We also talk about how to take an idea, a positive note, something like that, and turn it into a business. It's hint here. It has to do with tenacity, putting time on your side, and keeping your faith, even though you may not feel like you're getting the traction that you want. So we have a great conversation about that. And then he also has a great comment towards the end of the interview about these two gaps. One is a gratitude gap, which is looking backwards, seeing how far you've come, seeing how you've grown from wherever you were to wherever you are now. And the other one is the faith gap, looking forward, where you think you can go, how awesome it's going to be in the future and using that as your guiding post for where you're going to go, but also keeping you grounded and growing in the present really cool conversation that I've never heard before, and I'm really excited to share with you guys. So if you're getting some value out of this, head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. It would really mean a lot to me to know that you're listening, you're getting value, and if there's any other ways that I can provide value, drop a review and, and leave it there. And without any further ado, guys, let's get into it with Wendell Miracle. Wendell, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Appreciate you coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, let's get into it, man. Tell us, what is a happiness coach? Like, what does that mean? And like, tell us where Hope Nuggets and all that stuff came from. Let's just get right into it. Absolutely. Hope Nuggets started back in
1: 2013. And back then, Instagram only allowed me 15 seconds to speak. Now with IGTV and the new Instagram platform, you have a minute to 30 minutes to speak now. So back then I only had 15 seconds to do a motivational video. So they're literally nugget-sized videos designed to bring you hope. And as far as being a happiness coach, that started from eight years ago, Uh, when I was 24 years old, my mother passed away to breast cancer. And I went through extreme bout of depression, anxiety, I even went bankrupt at the time. And I wanted to find ways to overcome it and live a successful life. And now I do these videos to help people, you know, practical steps on how to overcome anxiety, depression, have that mindset
0: of success. And that's where Hope Nuggets came from. I definitely want to get into your story here unpack that because there's a lot there, obviously, but I'm just sort of struck by this concept that I've been thinking about myself a lot recently, which is, you know, you're providing value for people, obviously, in, in these short videos, these bite-sized nugget forms. How do you make a business out of that? Because I get the like value providing side of it, but like, how does someone take something that they're clearly passionate about, like yourself, and actually then turn it into something they can have a career behind?
1: That's a great question. And honestly, the first three to five years of doing this, I made no revenue. So like when you decide to be an entrepreneur, you have to be prepared to maybe have a year or two where you're taking a loss. That's why I always tell people when you get into business, don't quit your job just yet. You know, use that as an investor, you know, for what you're truly passionate about. So I kept releasing these videos. And then eventually I started getting speaking engagements to speak at regular events, because I'm also a licensed minister. So I do weddings, I do graduations. Um, I got invited to speak at certain parties and certain conferences. So I started getting speaking engagements. And then I wrote the book, which gave me another form of income. And then the coaching, well, the one-on-one coaching um, where people want to have specific problems, I'll show them how to overcome that. But it definitely took time. And you really have to want it really badly, but also still being dedicated to your day job while waiting for it.
0: Yeah, man, that mindset, I mean, that's something we talk about a lot on this show and it's a common theme with entrepreneurs. Absolutely. So thank you for touching on that. So you've talked about your trajectory. Let's take it back. Let's talk about where your story really began. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So during that time when my mother passed, I really went through this crazy depression. And one of the things that I teach in chapter one of my book is that it is impossible to be sad and grateful at the same time. So the biggest step I tell people on their path to happiness and success is you start every day, you know, with an attitude of gratitude. And that could be something small. Like the first prayer I say, Hans, is I'm grateful that I opened two gifts, my eyes. And as I, and I make a list every day. And as you put yourself in that stratosphere of gratitude, it's very hard to attract negative things. You only attract positive things. And if if you have big goals and big dreams, you literally have to take it. I know it's cliche, but one day at a time. And
0: as you do this and it have, magical days, you end up having a magical life and a magical career. Yeah. So you had this tragedy at Mm -hmm. 24 with your mother's passing and that I imagine was sort of the catalyst for all of this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was it really that you saw this fork in the road and you're like, I can choose to be grateful. I can choose to be upset and sad the whole time. Or was there some diverging in that path to get you on this path of gratitude, like you just described? Great question. When that time happened, I was at a crossroads. I literally had the choice: Hey, am I going to
1: let this season of mourning turn into a lifetime of mourning and being sad, or am I going to take this as fuel to my fire? And thankfully, I chose the latter. And it wasn't easy to do because you know when you go through a loss in your family, or even when you go through a breakup in a relationship, you think of what could have been. You know, like in my case, you know, she wouldn't be there for my wedding. She wouldn't be there to raise my kids and be grandma. You know, those thoughts came to my mind, and that was very difficult to overcome. But I also realized that, you know what, if she were around, she'd want me to be happy and she'd want to see me succeed. So let me take what could have destroyed me and use it to propel me, you know, to greatness. So I studied these principles of gratitude, of the law of attraction, of mindset from other successful people, and I applied them to my own life. And those principles definitely worked.
0: What do you think separated you in that way? Because to me, that is not the common response most people would, would lean into the sadness, the thoughts of not going to be around for the, the graduations and the kids and the wedding and all that stuff. And they would really kind of make that their story for lack of a better term. It's less common to, I think, go the direction you went and, it, and probably to do it that quickly. Where did that mindset come? Was it someone in your family? Was it influences in your life? Or was it something that just hit you in that moment? Great question
1: there's two emotions that i really don't like feeling number one is fear and number two is sadness you know so i experienced both of those emotions fear of not being able to make it after this and also the sadness of losing that and i didn't want those emotions the rest of my life i know they tell us not to follow our feelings but I, i realized too that the emotions that you have really dictate you know your attitude towards certain things so i decided you know what i don't want to feel sad i don't want to be fearful so i'm just going to go for it and follow my passion my dream and see what comes out of it and when you do that when you make that choice that's when magic happens and like i believe that when it comes to happiness success you have to decide that you want it bad enough and that you're willing to go through obstacles in order to get there
0: at a certain point you get sick and tired of being sick and tired and and that's that's another way to say that right is is it sort of clicks over for you, but you were the one who ultimately had to walk through that door. So is that where Success Nuggets actually, was that you walking through that door? Is that where the the idea for the Instagram account came from? Is like a way to manifest this attitude of gratitude that you've talked about? Yes, absolutely. And at the time when we I started the
1: page, I was just trying to share things that were on my heart that I was also preaching to myself. You know, I would never ask clients or people that are following me to do things that I won't do. So when I write a video or speak a video on being grateful or meditating in the morning or forgiving other people, I would never say that without me actually practicing it myself. So definitely walk through that
0: door. That's awesome, man. We hit off at the beginning sort of like how do you make something like this a business? Like it's one thing to be motivational and inspirational and then you said, you know, it took you 3 to 5 years to really turn it into any revenue. So Talk to us about that side of it because it's one thing to be very passionate about something like this and share a message. It's another thing to turn it into a business. What was your trajectory in that world? How did you decide this would be a business at, at a certain point? And talk to us about those handful of years in between. Great
1: question as well. So as a motivational speaker, happiness coach, so I studied like other influencers online, some older ones like Tony Robbins, some newer ones like Jay Shetty, Prince EA. Also, one of the popular ones now, Gary Vee, you know, they all started with pretty much nothing. So I wanted to see like how they did it. And all of them had a team, you know, and I'm glad I'm able to speak on this because it's, it's these are very practical steps. Like you can't just say what you're going to do it and, you know, magically happens. You actually have to have a formula for it. So I got a team of individuals, like I had a videographer that I got. I got someone to edit my videos, even had people that even picked out my backgrounds and things like that. Because those are all important. Like on Instagram, you really have to have not only good content, but it has to be aesthetically pleasing. You know, yet that has to be catchy enough for people to look at and go through and want to book you as a speaker. So I had a team of about three or four people that were willing to work for free for a year, believed in the passion as well and loved it. And they were people that were starting off in videography and pictures and things like that, but they wanted something on the resume. So I got that. And then After a few years, certain big accounts actually started reposting my videos, like celebrities did it. And that's how the following grew. And, but Mm -hmm. had I not hired that team to just be with me that first two two to four years, I never would have gotten here. So got to have a team, got to have a plan and you have to have a niche and a purpose. You know, you can't just have a page where it's shopping, but then you're also showing sports, you know, you have to pick one. You can't have
0: multiple things. So
1: find your niche and passion, have a team and then, you know, execute.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting you just sort of glazed over this, which is like find a team, but you found people who would work for free and were trying to build their own resumes like you were doing yeah. for yourself. Like it is possible to find those people you don't have to hire the $5,000 a month firm to to help you with this. Same thing with you know growing, you said a couple years later is when you got reposted by some bigger accounts and that's when it started to kick off. Like what was the growth trajectory of the account cuz you've got well over 100,000 people following your account. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me, but whatever the number is now. But how long did it take to really get to like some serious numbers and how consistently were you working at it? That's awesome
1: that you asked that. And this is gonna like shock some people here. So in 2013, I started it. That first year, we only had 500 followers and stayed that way for two years. We're in year seven right now. So from year three to four, we got it up to 5,000. But then it stayed at 5,000 for another two years. So there were moments where, yeah, I experienced some growth, but it also was stagnant for more than a year too. And then 2018, we got it to 25,000. So we experienced a 20,000 follower push from year four to year six. And now it is over 100,000 followers now. We had a huge boost, but there were moments during year two to four where I was like, I'm not seeing any growth. This is discouraging. I keep putting out content, but nothing's happening. And my advice for entrepreneurs is during those moments, you have to push past it and realize this is just temporary. You know, there's going to be moments where you're breaking even moments where you're losing money and investing so much into it. And not just money, but your time and your effort and not seeing the results that you want. And I'm sure you're the same way, but I'm a numbers guy. I like seeing reports. I like seeing things increase. So when it's not, it's incredibly discouraging. So my nugget for those listening is if you're going through that period in your business, you just got to push through it because eventually your breakthrough will come. And then by year seven, you know, we got it over six figures and followers, but had I given up during year two to four, I never would have gotten here.
0: Yeah. And I think it goes back to what you're saying is like really learning your craft, honing it, being particular about not only the the content, what you were physically saying, but the backgrounds and the the quality of the photos and the videos and all of that stuff, like you were honing your craft. You were putting time in figuring out what was resonating and what wasn't. And then um, using time to your advantage. Because if, if you do those types of actions over seven years, it's almost like guaranteed that you're going to succeed. It's just a matter of to what degree and who and all of that sort of thing. But I think so many of us, especially our people our age, millennial generation, were guilty of wanting it yesterday and instant gratification and, and all of that sort of thing but when you really put time on your side with something like this again it, i believe it's almost inevitable and that's the mindset that i've started to take with my own podcast and youtube channel and some of the things that i'm working on is it's just you have to commit to some grind out years of it's going to feel like you're yelling into a 55 gallon drum and no one's in there but eventually you will find your group and you will find your niche if you will
1: Yeah. So during that time, I always knew that I was going to see, first of all, you have to have the mindset that no matter what, I'm going to make it. The only thing I didn't know was how and how long. And those are two questions that if you play in your mind, it's going to drive you nuts, you know? So Mm -hmm. my encouragement is just to stick with it. You know, you're not going to know how long it's going to take and you're not going to know how, you're not going to know who's going to promote you. You're not going to know where the doors are going to open from. But when you have the mindset that regardless of all those factors, it's going to happen in the end, no matter how long it takes you know, when you have that mindset, like you said, it's almost inevitable. It's just a matter of time, not if, but when.
0: When you kicked this whole thing off, did you have anything in your mind that was like, I'm going to commit to this for so many months or a year, or I'm going to do 500 posts before I give up? Like, did you have any sort of mile marker that you were trying to get to?
1: Yeah. I committed to doing about like 12 to 18 posts per month. And uh, let's see how long this takes to grow. And like I mentioned in that first year, we were stuck at like 500 followers. And I wanted to quit right there because I was pumping out content like crazy. The thing with social media, if you don't pump out content, the algorithm is gonna destroy you. And that when you finally do put out content after taking a hiatus, your engagement's gonna be down. So the only way to really have engagement is to be consistent at it. But it's hard to be consistent when you're not seeing numbers grow. So it's like a double-edged sword there. So yes to answer your question i did have that but i just said you know what let's just be consistent let's stop focusing on the number let's just focus on how many lives are being changed how many people are being you know effective with this and i love what you said we all want instant gratification you know we want you know the new iphone one the one we have still works you know we want to have you know two million followers but we're not faithful with the 2000 that we have right now you know what are you doing with those followers so I just stayed consistent and also content with where I was.
0: And eventually I had a breakthrough. That's awesome, man. There's so many analogies on this sort of content creation thing that are running through my head. But you mentioned Gary V earlier. And one thing that my podcast coach, Travis Chapel taught me in the beginning was something he learned from Gary V, which is one is greater than zero. I'm sure you've, you've come across this. He had a wallpaper you could download on your phone that was just one greater than zero. And it's just a reminder that like if you've got 40 people, 80 people, 500 people listening or checking out your stuff and engaging with you, you know, that's a lot. Like that's a lot of people. If you really put all those people in a room, all of a sudden you would, you would feel very differently than if the the little 40 at the top of your, your thing or 80 people on your YouTube channel or whatever, you know, it's just, again, it's a matter of perspective. So when you got into this and it really started to take off and grow What was the inspiration for the book and where did that actually come from? Yes, the
1: book itself, people obviously love the videos that I was posting, but I had a lot of emails and DMs saying, hey, when are you gonna write your first book? And I never really thought about it, but I said, you know what? I think that would be great because there are some people who are visual, some people are, you know, like to listen and there's some people that like to read. So I said, you know what? Let me take these videos and turn them into a book of nuggets that they can take with them to achieve happiness and also manifest their goals. So back in 2016, I started writing the book and it was hard. I didn't realize how hard it is to write a book, to get a publisher, editor, all that stuff. It took about three years to complete because as a perfectionist, I wanted it to be so good. And I have a short attention span. So I didn't want to write a book that's 300 pages and people would say, Oh, I'm sorry, it's too long. So I wrote it hundred pages or less nugget size, you know, just in hope nuggets fashion. And when I released it, one of the greatest comments I got was, wow, I finished this in a day and I picked it up and I couldn't put it down. That's the greatest compliment there was not just completing it, but writing something that people actually enjoyed to read. So my motivation was helping people you know, manifest their dreams and happiness, but also having something that they can take with them and make those practical steps daily.
0: If someone's listening to this and, and sort of understanding, nodding along, just sort of, yeah, I feel you, I, I get this but they're struggling to like get started with whatever their thing is. Maybe it's just shifting their mindset around a loss or something that they had in their family. Maybe it's actually getting their Instagram account or their business started. Like, What are some of the key things to start moving the wheel and start getting them going in a certain direction that you find are effective that you teach some of the people that you mentor?
1: Yes. Whenever you do go through obstacles or difficulties, you have to realize that those are mandatory on the way to success like no great successful person had an obstacle free path so when you have these obstacles or haters or things that come against you you have to realize that that's part of the process one of my hashtags that i've used over the years is love the process and that's something that i had to teach myself in order to do because like those years of not having any growth that was the process the years of writing the book, but not being able to, you know, release it as quickly as I would have liked to. That was the process, not having revenue. That was a process. I had to trust it, had to love it and realize that in the end, you're going to win if you don't give up in the middle. So that's my encouragement to people right now who might be stuck in a rut, you know, that this process that you're going through now is mandatory and it's part, you know, on that road to success.
0: That's all really well said. And that game of perspective is so critical, especially when you're grinding through something and you're working really hard, but it's not, you're not seeing the results, but you see the vision out in the future and what you want. It's individual and it's hard to do, I suppose. But what are some of the things that worked for you when you were really in the trenches? You were really thinking, "It's I got a 5,000 people and it's capped and like, this is so tiring. I should just move on to something else. Like what kept you in that game like how did you actually work your brain so that you could you could keep going and push past it and keep growing like what you've described to us
1: yes so there's always two gaps in my life and once i realize that there's always these two gaps then i'm going to push past it the first gap is the gratitude gap that's looking at how far i've already come i went from 100 to 5,000. so when i look back at that gap i'm like wow look at what we've done look what we've accomplished Let's be grateful for it. Let's also be content with where we are because if you're not happy with where you are, you'll never get to where you want to be. You know, I, I truly believe that you're not going to have, you know, 5 million followers if you're not doing the best with the 500 that you have. The one is greater than zero principle. So that mm-hmm. gratitude gap. And then there's the faith gap in front of me. Okay. There's things that are in front of me. I love that gap too, because that keeps me motivated. That keeps me excited. I truly believe that when people don't have goals, they lose their passion for life when people don't have something that they're striving for life gets stagnant it gets boring and it can lead to depression so when you realize that you have these two gaps at all times it keeps you humble but it also keeps you grateful and when you realize that it's part of the process and it's actually when you're in the middle where you're really growing as a person so that you can appreciate what you're striving for that kept me going throughout all those years
0: and that gratitude and that faith gap, man, that's that's a really nice way to put it. I, I have not heard someone look at it that way. But when you just broke it down there, I was really reflecting on my own journey with this podcast, with my real estate career, all of that stuff. And it's so true. It's such a great analogy, great way to break it down in where you're hoping to go. You've obviously achieved some pretty cool stuff. You've written this book. You, you've got your coaching and consulting. You've got the Instagram account that's just, is awesome. I follow you now and and love your content. Where are you hoping to go? Where are you hoping to take Hope Nuggets and all the rest of it?
1: Yeah, great question. Now that I've written a book, like people have been clamoring for a second book. So I'm actually in the process of writing that right now. haven't exactly decided what the content will be from that. The first book was Have a Magical Day, which was about overcoming anxiety and depression. You know, the next book that I'm gonna write A lot of it is going to be along the lines of manifesting your dreams and the practical steps you can take, whether it's a business, whether it's, you know, going to the next level in your career, because I worked for corporate America too, for a long time, and I was able to climb that ladder of success. So I want to help people who may not want to be entrepreneurs, but just want to be successful in their nine to five, you know, so I might want to write a book on that. And like you had mentioned to me earlier, podcasting, you know, I definitely want to have my own show as well, just like this and, you know, just continue to bring joy and happiness and content to the world.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, dude, I, I could sit here and talk to you about all of this for a really long time, but I know you're busy. I know you've got a lot to do. So I am going to transition us to the last section of the show called The Focus Five, which is the same five questions I ask every guest on every show. Are you ready? Yes. You mentioned your book and that's out now. Can you tell us again where we can find that? And then additionally, what book have you gifted most often that isn't your own? Okay, yes. Have a magical
1: day. Seven keys to Living Happy Every Day. You can find it on Amazon, also hope nuggets.com. And the book that I've gifted is The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. It's the law of attraction, teaches you a lot of the principles that I wrote in my book, but it just breaks down how you know mindset is everything and that you can think and feel things into existence with consistency.
0: If you could get an hour of somebody's time, past or present, live or dead, and ask as many questions as you wanted, who would that person be and why? That person would be Kobe Bryant,
1: you know, God rest his soul, just left this year. I would ask him because he really went through struggles as well as a rookie in the NBA and he was able to overcome all that. But not only was he a successful basketball player, but he transitioned into a career of entrepreneurship afterwards. This man won an Oscar after he finished basketball. So, And he would get up every day at four in the morning just to work out. So I wanted to ask him like, what drove him and how he transitioned from NBA to being an Oscar award-winning writer.
0: What is one thing that you believe that most people would disagree
1: with you on? Is that you need a lot of talent to make it. I believe that hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. You know, if you grind, you can make the most out of the talent you've been given over somebody who is more talented than you.
0: I love that. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Speaking of Kobe Bryant, how do you like to start your day? Oh, yes. I start my
1: day with black coffee, no sugar. Because I I like to do what's called intermittent fasting. So I don't really eat my first meal until like two in the afternoon. So I start with black coffee. I do a morning meditation and prayer. I give thanks for not only what I have, but I tell my clients to do this. Remember the magical moments in your life. I remember the time when I was sick and I was healed or the time I got the job that I wanted to, you know, I met the love of my life. So I replay the magical moments in my life, knowing that if it happened before, it can happen again. And then what I teach in chapter seven of my book is I never start my day without doing a dance in my car. I truly believe that's powerful because music heals. It gets you in a good mood and it gives you a chance to visualize the rest of your day. And then I also incorporate some yoga and some stretching. And then after that,
0: I'm ready to attack the day. Love it, man. You've told us where to find the book, but where can we find more about you online?
1: Yes, you can go to obviously
0: Instagram at
1: Hope Nuggets or you can go to hopenuggets.com.
0: Easy. It's all down in the show notes, guys. Go check out the book. Go check out Hope Nuggets on Instagram or on the website. Some really, really great stuff, really powerful lessons and all very bite-sized so you don't have to take a lot of time to digest. Dude, Wendell, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for being on the show. You've absolutely brought some amazing value and have a good rest of your day, man. Thank you so much. Pleasure is mine. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to connect with Wendell at Hope Nuggets on Instagram or hopenuggets.com is the place to do that. That's all down in the show notes. You can also find his book down there as well. And if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at Chief Sna. Um, I'm also at hansstrazina.com. Uh, so you can check out the podcast, anything about my real estate practice, all that good stuff is right there on the website. And of course, if you're getting some value out of this, please leave a rating and review because it helps me grow and get in front of a few more people and make sure I know how to continue to provide you as a listener more value. So thank you so much for that in advance. And without any further ado, let's log it off for today. This is Hans Strazina, host of Another Way to Play. And remember to make every chapter better than the last.